Welcome to Around the Natty. I'm your host, Andrew. Join with me is Logan. What's up? We also have Tech Guy Tommy. Tech Guy Tommy. In the back. What do? He's, uh, he's here for round two. Uh, <laughs> like I said, he's part of our team going forward. So uh, get to know him. We're going to get him a Twitter here soon. We're going to make sure he stays on top yeah, of it. You got to stop being an old man. You got you you to get in the times, Thomas. Yeah, All right. So. When people ask me what's your Instagram, I just tell them it's at Around yeah, the Natty. I have Instagram. Uh, you see, I, I don't. I do. It's the around. What was your first post? Uh, in December. And it was so your was only post. Bowl game, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I only like to document things, things that matter. That's right. fair. That's right. fair. Well, we're going to bring you your uh, Cincy Sports uh, today. Uh, we got a lot of Reds today. Um, it's the halfway point of the season. Uh, I'm All still hopeful. Yeah. I'm still hopeful. It's the first time in a long time that you still have something to be hopeful about um, Going into the second half of the season, you know, I mean, what last year they were what sixteen games back or something right. like that. Yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, you take away that first one and eight start, I mean, we're right. I mean, we're, we're there. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're first, second, third place, something like that. You know. Yeah. So, um, but uh, but yeah, I know. So, anyways, and I think the I think the biggest contributor to that uh, has to be um, our all stars, um, Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray. Uh, got added on as of late. Yeah. Um, but that's one thing I want to talk about today is just how great Luis Castillo's been. Because uh, he has been uh, short of phenomenal. Um, uh, he had a great uh, all-star outing as well. Uh, he gave a, us a clean inning, quick inning too. I mean, he was, they were, I, I don't know if he was trying to do that or something like that, but they, it was quick. I yeah. mean, it was rapid fire. Yeah. Um, he was up there. <laughs> it was funny. If you listen to, first of all, Joe Buck, I love listening to Joe Buck. Like, you were the worst, you were the mi- on, minority time out, time in this out, time. Time out, time out, time out. If if Joe Buck didn't do football with um, Troy Aikman, I would love Joe Buck. I hate Troy Aikman. I think that's what I think that's what I associate. Oh, I Joe him. Buck's good, dude. I enjoy I listen I enjoy listening to Joe Buck. Anyways, you also like Tom Brenneman. I don't I hate Tom. Bre- I actually, and if you saw on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Challenge Core Logan. Um, Yikes! What it do? Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you would see that. Uh, I did recently say, okay, I think I'm hopping on the, I, I'm against Tom Brenneman train because he was just absolutely, he just is so negative all the time. Always. It's, and it's, and then he, so he like, he sits there and he complains about all these things that the Reds do, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then he just gags on the other team the it, whole yeah, time. Yeah, and I, I, I'm not, I don't mind whenever you are not, like, if you try to be, you know, call it right down the middle, like, yeah. that's fine. Like, I feel like there's a certain level of, I don't want you to be a homer the entire time. That's fine, whatever. And I don't think it's unfair to be critical of an organization either, even even if you're the one calling the games for them. Yeah. But my thing is, is I, you're right. You're right. He really does just absolutely <laughs> gnaw on the on the on the knobs of all of the. It's, <laughs> it's, it's such garbage. Yeah, I, it's not it's fun. to the point where I want to <laughs> mute the TV. Really, I just want to. Did, did you like that, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> he liked gnawing the knobs. I just I just want to <laughs> mute the TV. Because he's converted, he's converted Chris Welsh too. Oh, and it, Chris Welsh has never been good. It's, it used to be well, it used to be that Chris Welsh would call him out, and he'd be like, "Listen, Tom, that's not anything at all. Like, that's not right. why. This is why." Right. But now he's just like, "Yeah, uh huh." You're like, "Put put your bow tie on and yeah. shut up and let me watch this." Yeah. Give me George Grant back. Oh yeah. Give me George Grant. Well, we're going out. We're going out to Colorado. He might, he might be able to call that game. I don't, know, I don't know if it's only California games that he calls because that's where he lives. He lives out in mm-hmm. California, or he's either Arizona or, or California. No he but he, that's why he calls those games when we're out there because he mm. lives out there. So every now he does like I think he does like two, 
two series a, a year now. Yeah. Like that. So, but yeah, George Grant was great, man. I, I like he was Grand. Je- you could say Grand. I'm sorry. George Grant. No, George Grand was Grand. Oh, is that okay? I said it correctly. Yeah. It's a pun. Oh. No, I'm Grande. Saying, I'm saying, Grande. Yikes. Grande. You just, you just took my joke and just chucked out the window. Grande. But but let's talk about Luis Castillo a little bit more here. All right, let's get, let's let's hear what's we, we got. Let's talk about what he's got going here cuz you know what? He's putting together a Cy Young. You know, if Ryu's not having such a great year, mm-hmm. I think he's number 1 in the in the Cy Young race yeah. here. Um, he's got the second lowest ERA. Um, in the MLB okay. behind Ryu at a 2.29. Ryu's at like a 1.7 something. Who's on Ryu right now? He's killing the Unhittable. game. He's killing the game. He also has one of the best offenses behind him. So that's fair. That's helpful as well. Um, you know, another big thing with that we saw with Castillo last year and, and the year before that is we saw some brilliance out of him, you know, early in those seasons. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of bogged down. Yeah. Uh, we're not seeing that this season. No, and you know what? I think. I think he's doing a better job of, of it's not just his he's he's doing a better job of even when his stuff isn't there. Yeah, finding a way to, to pitch, you know, what I mean, and really setting up his pitches and looking for his spots. And um, you know, there's been a couple of games where he's gotten beaten up a little bit, you know. And I think both were against Milwaukee. I think if I'm looking off the yeah. top of my head, you know, and and whatever. Sometimes you, just, you you have those teams that just have your ticket, whatever it is. And they haven't is. they haven't this season. It was like that one game, like yeah. And it was supposed to be it was the game we well that first time was. It was funny. I forget who their I forget who their ace is. Um, but he was like he was their he's their best pitcher as well. And it was supposed to be like a low scoring game was the thing behind that. Yeah. And it ended up being like they won like nine. It was eight. Davies, wasn't it? Maybe I don't know to be honest. With you. I'm not really too sure. Yeah. I forget. But anyways, we were up by like like by, we were up by like six runs at one point. I was up. We were up like eight to two, and then they came back and won ninety eight. But whatever. But yeah. also in that game, uh, there was like error after error in that first inning, that just destroyed his ERA. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, uh, our boy Iglesias had a rough time that game. It was just, it was just. Yeah. Have you changed? Have you shifted on, on Rossiel? Are you, are you on the, are you back on the Rossiel train? No. No. I, I, I'm not going to give up on him because yeah. he's been, he's been fantastic right. in his career. Yeah. I'm going to chalk it up to a down year. And it's not that he's been a hundred percent horrible this season. He's been streaky, man. I, I don't know that. In today's MLB, you need a one set closer though. Either I agree. I don't think that that's, I don't, and especially the way that managers are managing teams now. Yeah. With so many, like so many, you know, like I, it just, I don't think that that's necessary. I think that, and it might hurt the the morale and the you know the the ego of a guy. Yeah. But like, I have no problem with him throwing Amir Garrett in there, throwing Michael Lorenzen in there, throwing Rossio Iglesias in there, Hernandez, whoever you think can go in there and get you yeah. that out, I'm fine with it. I, I'm gonna be honest. There were some issues with Iglesias and um, David Bell. David Bell early on. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Because he was using him in non-closing situations. You know what? You gotta earn that, son. Well, you my th- I mean? my my thing is though is like you know as a player like oh you want me to go out and get these next six outs? Hell yeah! You know I mean yeah. that's what he's getting pissed about. I'm like why? I don't understand. Like yeah, you want I, for me? I want my utilization rate to be through the roof. You know, David that's Hernandez. Money. Right. Well, and David Hernandez, he's a gamer, dude. It doesn't matter. He could pitch twelve innings. One, or yeah. 12, <laughs> he could, you know he what? Could, it could happen. No, no. Well, you're right. But he. I'm saying. Sorry. I meant to say he could, it could pitch. Happen. He could pitch twelve innings in a series. But like, and he's not. That's not his. That's not really what he's ideally made for. But he could pitch. You know, four one night. Go out there and give me like four the next night. You yeah. know, I mean, he's never unavailable. You yeah. know, and that's the guy. Well, that he you is want. now because he's on the IL. Well, but he'll and, be back. And so and so is um 
Amir. Uh, Amir. They just said that's precautionary. Yeah. Um, I think he just had some like uh, like stiffness. UL tightness or something like that. Yeah, yeah. he like some stiff. He was stiffer than he was, and he's like he's like I chucked that up to throw in a fastball, and they're like he only threw three fastballs. Well, he goes, well, I only usually throw about one. So. Well, one times being too stiff will be a problem for you. <laughs> <laughs> I am on a roll today. Hey, listen, guys, I'm I'm, ha- I'm dealing with some tough emotion right now. Okay, so I'm trying to have a good time here. We're try- we have fun here. We have fun. Here. Oh, don't do the don't give don't give me the there you go you're what a dick. Oh, now I'm thirsty. Yeah. Speaking of thirsty. Yeah. How about Alex Morgan? What? I don't know. Stop! <laughs> stop what you're doing. I am. Um, okay. But yeah, um, if you guys didn't get a chance to watch the All Star game, uh, Sonny Gray didn't get to pitch unfortunately. That's, he's a sub. He's yeah. a he's I an didn't. alternate. He came in for Scherzer late. Uh, still a cool experience for him. Um, but. Uh, Castillo was phenomenal, um, and the whole time they're sitting there, they had the managers mic'd up mm-hmm. for his whole outing, and uh, they kept comparing him to Pedro Martinez. Really? Which is his idol, according right. to him, um, which is something that's really cool, but he almost struck out the side. Um, yeah, if they it, had that one ground out. If it weren't for Alex Bregman. Yeah. Um, but like I said, he was dealing quick. He was getting in a rhythm. Right. And he was going fast. It was like, give me the ball back, and I'm going to get into the windup and just let it rock. Right. And, I mean, he made the first two people look stupid. He made them look stupid. Yeah. And then Bregman uh, whiffed, uh, or hit a hit a ground ball to second base. Yeah, well, and that was the thing. Uh, talking about Joe Buck, he, was, he, said, he said, and that is a 97-mile-per-hour fastball that looks like a breaking ball. Like, yeah. They're, the, the kids just got, when his stuff is good, man, I mean, there's so much movement on like. Yeah, yeah, his, he's he's next unhittable. Yeah, and it's just his changeup and breaking ball, or his changeup and uh, fastball look the same out of his hand. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, except the arm slot's the same. Yeah, it, it looks exactly the same, except the changeup hits the brakes when yeah. it reaches the plate. You know? Yeah. Well, that's why, and that's why they got rid of it. So that well, so because originally he was like he would he would go to a slider somewhat often, um, but they got rid of it because one it was messing with his changeup, and then two. He was tipping his slider all the time, and like he it was so easy. But like he's he's really found a way to um, one learn set up his pitches. Um, and the crazy thing is, so like usually you know you go you give you give guys the junk early. You know what I mean? Usually it's like you know change up, change up, change up, fastball high. You know what I mean? But no, he goes the opposite. He gives you yeah. He throws, he gives you the throws heat yeah, gives the heat, and then and then gets you out on the and change up. Pumps the brakes, yeah. yeah. Um, cause it it he doesn't have like a super quick delivery. You know, it's not anything where you're like. It's super fast. I mean, it's it's about normal, but mm-hmm. God, man, it's it's killer, and I'm I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Yeah, I'm enjoying the hell it's, out of it. You know, I, so okay, I went to the game. I want to talk about this. This isn't about Luis Castillo, but just in general, we're talking about how you have something excited about as a Reds fan for the first time in a very long time, yeah. probably since 2015 at the All Star break, and even then, it was like pretty bleak. But like, you didn't think you were in the playoffs. But anyways, I went to the game last Wednesday, and uh, Sonny Gray actually pitched. He had 12 Ks, had eight score. Big well, outing. So eighth he went inning, to the eighth inning, right? Yeah, he went through the eighth inning. Yeah. So eighth inning, I think it was through the eighth. Maybe it was. Through, okay, so eighth inning, uh, two outs. He might have just walked somebody maybe, mm-hmm. but David Bell comes out of the out of the dugout. I'm sitting third third uh, third baseline, two rows back. I could spit on the Ryan Braun from there, and I almost, I almost did. I wanted to really bad. Um <laughs> But so, anyways, but he's uh, David Bell comes out, talks to him. Everyone thinks he's coming out of the game. The whole crowd gets it just erupts. That stadium, like you, I haven't heard it that loud and seen that many fans there and be so excited in such a long time. 
stadium erupts, just starts like going crazy for him. Like gets then David Bell goes back into the dugout, lets him finish. And then later on, I don't know if you heard of the interview, but Sonny Gray is like, I don't know, like, you know, you may not think it makes a difference, but that makes a difference. He's like, yeah. you guys, like, really propelled me to get through that. Like, I heard and felt that crowd. And, like, yeah. he's like, you know, and I was out of juice, and it, like, helped me just get that, that extra last notch I needed to, to yeah. put him away. So that's awesome. And so hopefully, you know, we continue seeing that. I think part of the reason why it's so busy, though, is because they're doing, like, special fireworks stuff for, like, Fourth of July weekend and stuff like that. But still, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It was man. a really cool atmosphere. Like, I got goosebumps. Like, like if, like, if you there. go to these big teams, like Cleveland, yeah. like Houston, like the Dodgers, all those people, their stadiums are packed 100 percent of the time. Yeah, and it's Even always when the teams suck. It's always loud. Yeah. It's always crazy. Yeah. That stuff's big. Also, it helps your team pay for players. Right. You know, like that stuff. Nobody thinks about that. Like when you're uh, when you're going to these games, you're you're helping the team go mm-hmm. get those players they need to get. Well, and that's what Dick uh, Dick Williams even said. He said, you know, we uh, there's gonna be a lot of pay raises this year that happen. We need attendance to help pay for those pay raises. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, and that's the thing too is, and this will kind of lead. I think this will lead well into our biggest winners and losers. I don't want to cut you off if you have more to say about this, but um, you know, going forward, we're gonna have lots of Contest. hard decisions to make, yeah. and a lot of it will be extended extensions or mm-hmm. you know redoing contracts mm-hmm. and um, yeah. So, and we'll be in a, we'll be in a very interesting spot where we have to make some very hard decisions. So, well, that's what happens when you go hard in free agency. Right. Um, you got to make those decisions, and uh, I'm gonna be honest. From what I've seen from the management of the Reds, I'm confident. I I feel good about. I. It. I'm I'm very I've been told by pretty reliable sources that the baseball operations are now being ran by the baseball people, and Bob Castellini is no longer having say in the baseball operation decision-making. And I think that's really important because Bob Castellini is really good to fans, but he's equally as good to his players. And he has a very sincere loyalty and love for his players that a lot of owners don't have. And for him, it goes beyond the business of it. And as a result, you see contracts like Homer Bailey. Yeah. Like Brandon Phillips passes prime. I don't think the Joey Votto deal was a bad deal because you go in there saying, okay, well, we get this guy through his his prime, but we're going to have a couple years of subpar Joey Votto, which we haven't got to yet. But that's probably going to be a reality. But you have these these big contracts that really are not conducive to winning, winning. baseball, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and, it, and they're emotional, you know what I mean? The Homer Bailey one was so, oh, it hurt me so it's, bad. And it's because he loved Homer Bailey. Loved, they almost didn't trade, or I'm sorry, they almost didn't let uh, Billy Hamilton go because Bob loved Billy so much. And they're like, Bob, like, you told us, like, when you hired us, we're the baseball operations now. Yeah. We make the decisions. Him and, uh, you know. I mean, uh, that's goofy. That's it, goofy because I'm going to be honest, and I think the Royals have found this out very quickly. Billy Hamilton is not an everyday player. I, his batting has not proved to make him an everyday right. player. I don't, I don't. He may be something you, but it may be somebody you put on the, on the base pass to right. win you a ball game yeah. or two. I have no ill will towards Billy Hamilton. I think he was great to the city. He I just was a trash. He's not but, a major league hitter. But he. Yeah, I mean, I he, mean, I'd rather, I don't, I don't miss him in terms of watching baseball. I, I miss his defense. I much, I, I've, I've watched Nick Senzel play fine in the center field. He's hurt again. Uh, good, that's awesome. No, I'm being sarcastic. That oh. was sarcasm. <laughs> that was, it's like what? Yay! Like, no, I was joking. What did you, you see the sleeveless unis? Dude, I did. I don't know how I feel. Oh about my him. god! What? I, you know what I noticed? I think, I think Jose Peraza has body image issues because he wore sleeves underneath. So did Iglesias. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Maybe so did Scooter. 
Yeah, well, Scooter's a real skinny guy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, he's a real skinny guy. So is Peraza, though. But if I'm Mikey Biceps, I'm loving that. Oh, yeah, him and Dietrich did the, uh, you know, the, like, the famous, yeah. like... Kazuski or whatever. No, not Kazuski. They did, like, what movie is that from? Where they, they shake hands, but they're, like, jacked. People are going to hate from. me, because I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either, but I do know what picture you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, they did that. Um... But that kind of leads us to our next segment, like you said. Um, it's something I thought would be fun to do. Uh, oh, no. I'm, so I'm just now seeing his his answers. So go ahead. Go ahead and, oh, go ahead and present it. But I now we have the same one, and I'm really sad. At least the first one. Okay. Uh, well, uh, we're going to go and do winners and losers of the first half of the season. Oh, thank God we have different losers. Okay. Uh, first half of the season, kind of who we think made the best of their situation, who we think is... Um, you know, been, you know, made uh, good strides towards a second contract if they're up for a second contract, right, things like right. that. Just people who have made uh, the team better in every aspect. Because we've had a lot of people who have not been playing up to their potential this first half. So, what we're saying is our definition of winner is very ambiguous. So, it yes. can mean a lot of different things. So, it really was really open to interpretation. Like, yeah. when we were talking about it in pre show, it was just like, all right, biggest, we just said biggest winners and losers. And then I think Gamble's got some honorable mentions because he wanted to do like multiple. But I was like, that's cheating. We need to have one I loser, still, one winner. I just want to preface this by saying, fine. when I mentioned this to Logan, I said winners and losers. I didn't say biggest winners, biggest losers. I just said winners but and losers. But we only do it big. Meaning plural. We're talking 12. Big. Huge. Foot long. Foot long. All right. $5. I'll let you go first. I think they're $6 now, actually. I'll let you go so first. Wizard. Okay. We're doing losers or winners first. Oh, I can pick either one. So I'll just pick the other one. Well, okay. Well, I'm going to do I'm gonna do winners. Um, and I, like I said, I looked at his notes, and he had the same one as me. But I think he's going to do his, his – he had multiple winners. So I'll do the one I was going to pick. So my biggest winner for me, and I don't think there will be anyone who would uh, argue this, is Jose Iglesias. I think – I mean, you come in, you sign a veteran minimum deal, essentially. You get a spring a spring ball invitation, questionably even making the roster. You don't even know if you're going to have a roster spot yeah. going uh, after spring training. Um, and you come in and absolutely revitalize your career. I mean, you're hitting, I think he's hitting like 298. Or sorry, no, it's not. It's not that high anymore. He's hitting, uh, it's, oh, I only uh, got RSP. I'm sorry. RSP. Give me one moment. He, uh, but you come in, you make an immediate impact off the bench. Uh, well, and as a result of, of injury, you get to play, you get some playing time. Uh, he's hitting 282. That's best for second on the team. Who's but, got number one? Uh, Philip Urban, but he hasn't nearly as uh, many at bats. Yeah, right. So that, I, I don't really count that. But um, so you can, and, and, and the defense, man. I, you know, Marty Brenneman says it's, it. I'm not gonna lie, it's Gold Glove level. Marty Brenneman said it. He said there are probably three shortstops I would ever go and pay to watch play baseball, and he's one of them. And I can tell you that Barry Larkin was on that list either. So that's kind of goofy. I'm just well. I think I'd pay to watch Barry Larkin play. I but I think I think Barry Larkin was so exciting because of his bat, not because of how he f- he won a Gold Glove or two. I didn't say he was a bad fielder. I'm just saying that's not like it's not, like Brandon Phillips. You went to go watch him field. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he was he's exciting. Yeah. It was fun. Like yeah. he had some really awesome. Um, you know, moves or I don't know. It was very <laughs> moves. moves. He has some sweet moves, <laughs> he's bro. Doing he dance was, moves. Out. Here, the butt tag, two. the uh, butt tag. Oh, the butt tag. The butt tag. The butt tag. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, oh my. Speaking. Of, okay, sorry. Divergent, real quick for a second. Um, so do you remember? Did you see the when Jesse Winger slid, slid in the third, 
and he like did like the step over and like yeah. it was the most awkward thing I've ever seen. Anyways, I thought that was funny. Also, Taylor Trammell, he was safe when he stole him in that, in that Futures game. Yeah, he was. He was. So, anyways, back to Jose Iglesias again. Um, one of the most clutch guys in terms of if you have runners in scoring position, that's who you want to play. I got those numbers here. He hit me you want to numbers. listen to these Give numbers? To 381 average with runners in scoring position. Uh, 420 on base percentage. Uh, 556 slugging and 976 OBP. O- OPS, sorry. That's huge. Yeah. That's big time, especially for a team that for the most part, struggled manufacturing any kinds of run production right, in right. any way, shape, or form. Right. Well, and He's you, best in baseball with and, runners in scoring position. And to be honest with you, so before the season begins, you tell me that uh, uh, Jeanette's going to be out for yep. the majority of the first half of the season, and I tell you, our offense, uh, we're, I, I, have, I have very little confidence in our ability to, to put, you know, to, to do well, especially with those middle infielders. Yeah. And um, But Jose Iglesias came in. Has been extremely productive. Played great. Yeah. Um. You know, regrettably, you know, it's you've seen. I think it's messed with Jose Peraza, which I don't want to go too much into that because I think someone else is going to talk about that here in a minute. And if it's going to be someone else, that'll be not me. So gamble. And um, but uh, again, I think, and it, you just, I think that's really a testament to the Reds organization. Yeah. We found this is the second in a row we've done this because. David Hernandez and Jared Hughes were not highly touted, and they've been awesome in our bullpen. They got them last year. Um, Jared, Derek struggled. De- Jared struggled this season. Right, but, but I'm saying last year that they were on – our bullpen was, was some of the best. Yeah. In the first half of the season, we were unbelievable. Um, and then this year, you, you Derek Dietrich, um, again, not highly touted or sought after, has been a great addition, provided you excellent production off the bench. Um, and been you know be able to start for you a couple times. Uh, Kyle Farmer again, not someone who was Kyle very. Farmer has been opportunistic. Kyle boy. Farmer was a, no one talks about him as part of that trade. Uh, certainly a has turned out to be a bigger part than the trade than Alex Wood. Yeah. Um, and then obviously like we mentioned Jose Iglesias, who's my biggest winner for the Cincinnati Reds at least through the first half of the season. Uh, because I mean he's just been. He, he's 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 made himself a name. He's that's a guy who, who someone's gonna pay him. I, I'm gonna be honest. Someone's with you. gonna pay him. I, it may I, not be us. But I would going hate to. to let him go. Um, and that's not something that I saw myself saying at the beginning of the season. Right. Um, I'm not gonna talk about whether or not we're gonna sign him. I would. This is this is blind fan, you know, talk here. But you know, a three year deal. Give him a three year deal. Yeah. It do, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Give I mean, he's deal. young enough. It doesn't kill us. Um. But if anybody has set themselves up for a second contract with the Reds, it's Jose Iglesias. I mean, of anyone else there, he's the one most deserving of an extension. Exactly. I, more, more so than Yasiel Puig, even. I, and I, I love Yasiel. Yasiel Puig is exciting. He's a fan favorite. He's, he's fun. He's heating up. He's heating up. And he's, doing, he's playing really well as of last you know month. But Jose Iglesias, above and beyond. If deserves, nobody else. Right. Deserves a contract extension. Has, has played. Absolutely. If you're, if you're paying for play. And it's about what have you done for me lately? It's Jose Iglesias. What have you done for me all season? Right. I mean, man, just talk about dominant. Right. You know, just it's the whole it's the whole deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the whole deal. It's you're not worried about him on any side of the on the any side of the field. Right. Um, but that's your biggest winner. My biggest winner was Jose Iglesias, but I I also had another one who I think um, has made great strides from a you know an already promising career so far, mm-hmm. um, and that's Amir Garrett. Um, Amir Garrett's been one of the most solid relievers in the majors mm-hmm. all all first half of the season. I mean, he's got a 1.7 ERA, which is crazy. Um, he leads the team in innings pitched at 37. Um, now he is um, on the IL, 
they said it's purely precautionary. We hope. Um, we hope. Yeah, you know how that usually goes. Yeah. But, you know, he said it's purely precautionary. He said he's just a little stiff. Uh, I have no doubt that with the long break from the All-Star game, he'll be fine coming back. Yeah. Or fingers crossed, at least. Um, but he's been lights out. Right. Amir Garrett's been lights out this season. Yeah. I mean, I can't even think of a game where he's had, like, a really rough time. Well, I mean, I, I mean, of course it's it's gonna happen, but he has, uh, I believe the the lowest ERA on the team. Um, uh, I believe. I mean, yeah. I mean, and in terms of, you know what, he's one of those guys like he's got the confidence, and as a result, I have confidence every time he gets up there. Yeah. He, he th- he's got he, a swagger about yeah, himself. Yeah, I love for it, sure. and I love it. And I think it's part of that, you especially know. when he pimps Javi. Right. Well, especially, especially like well, and I think it comes. Part of it comes from like college basketball mentality, you know, yeah. what I mean? which I like. I like the personality. That's another. This team has so much personality, dude. It does, like it just and across sure. the board, and I which think which is something it's missed for a long right. time. And I'll tell you what, t- that's a testament to David Bell to manage all those e- like all those different personalities mm-hmm. and egos in the locker room. It works. Whatever it's it's been working in terms of them getting along, at least from an outside perspective, it seems that way. And it's not like they're winning a ton of games, so yeah. it's not like you can chalk up to like, well, they're winning, so they're you know they're. Getting I'm just along, surprised that they're still in this thing, man. Yeah, I, I'm very pleasantly surprised, you know. Yeah. And, hey and man, I'm telling you, I got a case of beer on the line here, sir. I know. I hope you don't forget that when they I, when they are playing in October, sir. You I better... I hope I hope that I owe you a case of beer. I absolutely you will, hope so. Man, I feel it. In but, my uh, but all right, man, can we shift the losers? Yeah, I'll let absolutely. you do your losers first. Absolutely, my my your biggest loser. loser. Who's your biggest loser? Do you have that one? Uh, uh, no, mine's someone that you don't have on anywhere on there. Cool. Actually, cool. And you might think it's a weird take, but. I'm All gonna right. go for it. Go ahead. If it's Joey Votto, I'm gonna punch him. It's not Joey Votto. Okay, uh, my biggest loser, Jose Peraza. Uh, without a doubt, I think he's had the roughest season of anybody on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he made great strides last year, mm-hmm. and you know, people were like, "Okay, like Cozart's gone. It's time to step up." And he he kind of stepped up. His bat improved. I mean, his gloves always been decent. Mm-hmm. You know, serviceable as I like to use. Right. Um, Jose Peraza had a breakout year last year. He was absolutely. Awesome last he was year. a stud last year. He was cranking homers and you know he's getting on base and doing a bunch of things. Complete and utter regression this season. Yep. I mean, I don't know if it's due to lack of at bats or competition. He's just folded in competition. Mm-hmm. But it is garbage. Yeah. I mean, his play has been just absolutely. He's been outperformed by everybody. I would I would assert that it's a combination of baseball players are weird and they can't handle change, and so like bouncing from left field to center field to second base yeah. to, to shortstop, I think that's messed with them a lot. And I think that the other thing is is that um, obviously you know the lack of at bats. I think that doesn't help. You know what I mean? So I think those things together created you know that. Yeah, it, I mean it's just been complete utter regression. Right. You know he went from. You know, maybe his ceiling to, you know, close to it, to right. just floored. Right. I mean, it was just bad. Yep. I mean, he's hitting 222 right now. He's got a 275 on base percentage. He's slugging 333. That's that's not good numbers. Right. Uh, even by our standards right now, you know. Right. Even our batting standards. It's just, it's been bad, and he looks uncomfortable at the plate. Um, yeah, he's definitely not seeing the ball well. He's not, I mean, no. I mean, he's not doing anything well. And, right. You know, it's to the point where I almost want to, you know, they already kind of are is just playing Iglesias full-time. And it's like, right. if you're a good baseball team, that's what you do. Right. And it's just, I feel bad for him because I, you know, he was making strides last year mm-hmm. and I was really confident that he could be the shortstop of the future because yep. he's young. Um, there's still hope. I don't think, I don't think they're giving up on him. I just... 
it's been rough, man. And right. we'll see if he can turn it around or, or whatever, but right. go ahead. Uh, so my biggest loser is, and I'm going to take an interesting, or should say a different approach. I'm not find it to be interesting. Okay. Um, Philip Urban. And I'll tell you why, because Philip Urban, despite playing lights out, yeah. has not been able to find a way to stay on the major league. And, and it, it, for whatever reason, he's not even been the fourth or fifth outfielder. He's been triple A most of the season. Yeah. How is a guy who, at the major league level, and I don't care if he's, like, I know the at-bats are limited, but yeah. listen, I mean, look, when, you, when you're batting 286 at the major league, major league level, leading the team in batting average. Ask, ask Clint, Fr- Clint Frazier that. I, I just, I don't, I don't, uh, if, you know what, screw the Yankees. I, don't <laughs> um, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, I mean, don't the, get it either, man. And, and to, you know, and, and you know, especially whenever there was a time when Yasuo Puig is slumping. Yeah. Jesse Winker went through a slump. Yeah. Um, you know, Nick Senzel uh, wasn't up right away. Yeah. And he wasn't, and Irvin and was still down. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand um, it either. The kids been have been smacking it. the ball all around. Um, and then they keep on bringing Van Meter up and like, you know, yeah, they need people. to leave that boy down. He needs some brewing time. And like, and like, I think Van Meter is going to be a, a fine player. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. It's Just not, think, not right it's now. Not, it's not an indictment against him, but Philip Urban, like it is. And that's why worst case scenario, I'm not, I'm not advocating for us not to sign him, but if we didn't re-sign Yasiel Puig, I wouldn't be too worried because I think Philip Urban can come in and Give play well. Give me Yasi, baby. <laughs> Give me Yasi, bro. You want to know why? One, I think he can be great. Mm-hmm. Two, I think he puts fans in the stands. Mm-hmm. Fans in the stands. And three, he looks great in red. Okay. Yeah. My here's my thing though. He's gonna get paid big by somebody, and I don't want to pay him big. I don't care. I want to overpay him. Really? I'm that guy right now. Really? Overpay him. I don't care. Now, now here's what if what if Joey Votto said, okay, you can, I will I will forgive X amount of dollars in my contract if you give it to Yasiel Puig. Wouldn't happen, but that would be cool. I would do that. Yeah, that'd be a make-believe right. thing. Yeah. Can you imagine that being like, here, just take my money and give yeah. it to somebody else. Here, take my future, please. Right. Yeah, no. But I'm no. just saying, that would be pretty cool. I uh, And I think he likes I So I would tell you, I worked the, the Yasiel Puig poker tournament. He's super nice guy, man. Like, and I'm going to be honest with you, before he came to the Cincinnati, I did not like Yasiel Puig. I thought he was a jerk. Yeah, I think, I think he's got that kind of effect. It's like the Derek Dietrich thing, too. Oh, you I hate him when they're not Derek on your Dietrich. team. Derek Dietrich wasn't relevant uh, enough for me. To imagine know. if he wasn't on your team though, and he was doing what he was doing with us. You'd be like, "Oh man, this guy's a yeah, dirt ball." I love Derek Dietrich. Yeah, dude. you love him because he's on your team yeah, and he's, he's pimping a, home runs on your yeah, team, and I then like you're it. like, "Yeah." Dude. yeah. And, then, and then if he was on the cards of the Pirates, you'd be like, "Oh, this guy's such a yeah. douche." Yeah, well, but the only thing I'll say about Yossi Puig is he's not been as good as advertised, except for this last month. This last month, he's really turned it on. He's definitely had a, a big slump. Um, I see. I think he's a. I think he's a higher ceiling, Jay Bruce. Where you 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 slump. He's just pure athleticism, man. If they could just give him an ounce of technique, technique. Uh, I think if they and give a him just think, a little bit of that. I think if they just give him a little bit more technique and because yeah. you know they they explained this and they they were talking about it. He's kind of adjusted his front leg when he's batting because mm-hmm. before he's kicking it way up in the air and he's. Mm-hmm. His bat speed's so slow. Yes, you're this yeah. huge dude. You do not need a big old leg kick right. to get these guys out of the park, dude. Just give it a little, uh, and just go, <laughs> man. Driving yeah. me nuts. But, um, but anyways, so that's my biggest loser. Biggest loser for me is Philip Irvin, and not because of his poor play, but yeah, because... Yeah, sucks, man. And uh, I think we're going to go unanimous on this MVP. I think he's getting a unanimous MVP vote here yeah. for us. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give, I'm gonna, season I'm gonna give so a... Far. I'm going to give a... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Honorable mention for a loser. Yeah, because I had another one. Um, and I think... 
I think this one people can agree on. Um, I don't think he's had particularly a terrible season. Um, he hasn't had a great season, mm-hmm. especially compared to his standards. Um, and that's, uh, how do you say it? Rasiel? Rasiel. Rasiel Iglesias. Um, man, I'm torn because I like him. Um, I was really excited when the Reds extended him. Yeah. Last season, uh, I thought it. Was, I think anybody would have thought it was a solid move yep. at the time, but there's just something this season that just doesn't seem right with him. It's his mental, dude. I it's think. got to be something like that, because man, the man has been either lights out or non-existent. Yeah, uh, there's no in between. He either gives up four runs or doesn't give up uh, any contact I, on it, the pitch. I, I don't. It's solely lack of confidence. He's I think. so streaky, man. His ERA's up. Um, his the big thing is his control's gone. Yeah, his whip is terrible. He looks so. He looks like he can't hit anything with his breaking ball. Like yeah. he can go in there with a fastball, but if anytime he throws his breaking ball, it's like eight miles off the plate. Right. It, he can't hit his spots, man, and right. it's frustrating because we know how good he can be and how lights out he can be. And if we could just get him to step up and you know take the reins on that second half of yeah, you know, I just want. Game, I wish I could. I wish I could take Amir Garrett's uh, swagger and put it over there, you know? Like, uh, like I mean, seriously. We're getting your daily dose you know? of SpongeBob references Oh, man, I'm all about it. I'm fucking hyped up. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I, yeah. It just, he's, I, I he's, think I just threw off the camera's focus by doing that, too. You see me shake? I think yeah. I just threw the focus. Yeah. It's okay. It's we, manual. Uh, oh, it's manual. I was just moving it. Oh, it's great. Just shut up. All right. Okay. But, all right. yeah, I, I, what's wrong with him? You know, what? what's wrong with him? They need to figure it out. They need to yeah. figure it out now. Sports psychologist. Reds, hire one. Let's get this going. <laughs> yeah, but uh, MVP. Unanimous. Of, of the first Unanimous. half of the season. Island you guys pick. know who it is. You guys agree. Okay? If you don't agree, I don't understand If you, you. don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, my MVP is Luis Castillo. Yep. 100%. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Um, man has been the ace this club has needed for three years, four yep. years, ever since Johnny Cueto left. Um, and going into the season, I didn't think the Reds had an ace. Mm-hmm. And you didn't think the Reds had an ace. Nope. My big thing was, I didn't know if we needed an ace, but they certainly needed an ace, and they got one in right. Luis Castillo. Yep. I mean... It eats up innings. Eats up innings. I mean, he. there's been more games where he's given up, like, three hits. I. Yeah. You can't ask for anything else out of a starter today. You know, uh, he's got, like, ten games over six innings pitched, mm-hmm. or six innings pitched or more. Yeah. Like... Well, and I think there's even games where he could probably gone deeper, and and Bell's been very conservative and has pulled him. You know, you know what? what? So and that's I. I don't have a problem I, with. That. I don't I'm just hate saying. It, you know? I'm just saying. Even even those numbers I think are skewed because I think Cause he, if young. he if that if he played the same way ten years ago, he would already have 200 innings pitched. On I I would be willing to bet. Yeah, I mean the man's been a stub for us, and you know, I know this this uh, pitching staff or this pitching rotation has been kind of pieced together. And a lot of them, Roark's not going to be here long. Yep. Um, you know, we got some decisions to make on Malley and DeSclafani. And I would love this extend Roark, I'm not going to lie. I would, too. You want to know why? He's a bulldog, and he yeah. just chews up innings, yep. and he, he gets out of tough situations, and he just, he just he's a good pitcher. Uh, and I, I don't think we're going to keep him. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I think, think so gone. either. I think he's I think gone. you're right. And it, it hurts me. Um, hopefully, Alex Wood does something before the end of the season. That was that was my honorable mention. Uh, biggest loser. Yeah, he's, wow, he's, what a he what a, a loser. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But God, hopefully he, we get something to replace him. Yeah, I really don't want Sal Romano to come back up. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I'm kind of to the point where I want Disco gone. Disco. Yeah. Why did you say like that? Disco. 
I don't know, man. That was weird. Why I want worry? I want him. It's gone. Disco, everyone. Just so everyone knows. Anthony Discofani, but his nickname is Disco. Sorry, go ahead. It's Disco, whatever. But I'm just saying, I'm at I'm to the point where I want him kind of to either figure it out because he's either really good or just home run derby pitching. Right. Um, Mally's been okay. Yeah. Same same deal. I don't know if he's ready yet. He's and he's always gonna be a guy who you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna lose half your games in our ballpark because he's just he's a pop fly pitcher and he's just I mean it's yeah yeah it's yeah. it's great American regrettably uh, hopefully Hunter Green at some point he's been hurt I know he's but been hurt. you know hopefully Lodolo or whatever he's got four or five years I think he's gonna end up being a reliever shut up I'm just saying um, but yeah I, God I just hope I hope we find a way to fill the void that yeah. is because he's a nice you know, replacement guy. Yeah. Or like fourth fifth day guy. Yeah. And he's been great for us. Um Sonny Gray stepping up. I'm a Sonny Gray believer now. I'm like I, I went and saw him live and after that moment Stop. dude I'm a Sonny Gray and you know what? He might be he's not, but he's pretty close to my favorite Reds player currently. Really? Yeah, I love Sonny Gray. I mean big Sonny Gray. You guy. were very skeptical in the early I'm very days. Skeptical. Are you converted? I'm a conver- I'm a convert. Hallelujah Jeez. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was I was a believer early on, so welcome, oh. welcome. You know, Tom. What time are we at? How, how far are we? Are we deep into this thing? We looking good, man. Thirty nine minutes. You oh. know, I man. That's 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 pretty good. That's pretty good. That's you know, that, good. I don't hate that. You know, we'll leave you guys with a little short one. Uh, Real quick before we go, though, we have to say a shout out to women's U.S. national team. Yes, Rose Lavelle, yes. Cincinnati native. That bitch likes Skyline, and so do I. Let's talk sometime. You're getting very vulgar. Yeah, on, my po- on, my podcast, on your podcast, yeah. uh, it's one half of your podcast. All right, dude. Well, and keep... this is this is one half of my house today. But anyways, oh, by the way, Rose Lavelle, you're always welcome in our house anytime you want. It's kind of odd. Like... You can stop by. We'll eat some skyline. We'll hit it up. You know what? It, what it do? He's very lonely. But I'm very lonely. He's very lonely. Today was a rough, rough day. Yeah. But yeah, as always, like and subscribe. Please. Uh, to the video and our, our channel on YouTube, uh, Around the Natty. Um, also, our Twitter as well. Uh, it's around underscore the underscore natty. Uh, we have an Instagram now, which is cool. Uh, we'll be posting there. That's neat. Updates and things like that. I, I take over that, so it's going to be much better content than our Twitter. Oh, whatever. Um, yeah, and also our uh, personal Twitters as well. Like I said, we're going to get Tom one as well. It'll be... Uh, tech guy Tommy, if we can tech get guy, it. Tech guy, a guy. <laughs> tech guy. Um, but mine's uh, at Girly Humming, G I R L I E H U M M I N. I'm at Chow underscore Logan. Um, but other than that, do you have anything, Logan? Nope. Just again, guys. Thanks for watching. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying the video, Tommy. Thank you again for editing for us. We really appreciate it. Welcome again to the team. This is week two of uh, Tom being with us, and uh, you know, again, we always appreciate your support. Please interact with us. Tweet the show. Yes. Uh, make comments on the YouTube video. Uh, talk about our ugly mugs. I'm. I'm <laughs> I'll only cry a little bit. But uh, other than that, um, I'm Logan. I'm Andrew. And this has been around the attic. <laughs>